Whether you're a pro athlete, an exhausted parent, or spend all day in an office chair, CBDMD wants to give you the support you need to make it through the day. CBD Freeze and Recover are an astounding duo of topical products with the specialized formulas to provide targeted relief where it matters the most. And to make it even easier to try Freeze, Recover, and every other CBDMD product, you can take 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% of your purchase over at CBDMD.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Pete Zayas. Pete, once again, Damian Jones comes through and kills it. Eight <laughs> Leads points. us to victory. Yes. <laughs> Eight points, three of three shooting from the field, few boards here and there, a block shot, plus one in a game that the Lakers won by 16. Just killing it. Absolutely. Just adding a lot of value to the center position where we just can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking across the uh, box score right now, and I'm just looking for anybody who had <laughs> a similar impact, you know, to 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 what Davian Jones offered uh, in this one. And uh, and and man, it's just it's just not it's not real. I mean, I guess Kaycock came in for a minute there at the end of the game, and there was. <laughs> Man, I like I like this idea that uh, Montrezl Harrell is just like going out of his way to make me look as stupid as possible <laughs> on, a, <laughs> on a nightly basis. This is awesome. Hey. This is great. This is like what? All right, can I can I actually like come clean on something really quick? Please. Anytime I have questions about a player, especially a Laker, right? So this is I I, I feel especially strongly in in this regard on in two circumstances. One, if I'm not sure about a player that the Lakers acquire or something like that, or somebody who's on the roster. And two, if I'm talking about a young NBA player, like if I'm not sure about a young NBA player, Mm -hmm. I hope that I, I hope in both of those circumstances more than any other time that I'm just like flat out and obscenely wrong. Right. Sure. Sure. And so far, over the last <laughs> few games or so, uh, that has been the case here with Montrez Harrell. And so when I when I see when I have my questions about this guy's fit and all those things, and some of that stuff, like I'm I'm sorry, it does need to be pointed out that he's doing so against Minnesota and he's doing so against Golden State and stuff like sure. that. Like, sure, sure. Like but the circumstances that- matter a little bit, but like mm-hmm. even 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 as I point that out, I do got to say that like you still got to kick the ass that's in front of you, and he has. That's right. Yeah, and he's he's the reason why like we can survive injuries and the back to back year and all of that and and why like I was still pretty bullish about our record despite obviously we face mm-hmm. these these difficulties is like that dude I, so your concerns about his fit especially in higher level playoff games and things like that totally valid right mm-hmm. um I would also say that there are times against every single opponent that we could possibly play. There isn't a single team that we could play where Trez can't play. It's just a matter of having him in the game at at the right time. And, or if he is in the game against a guy that, that may be a mismatch accounting for that elsewhere. Right. So Mm -hmm. don't leave him on an Island with a big guy and boxing him out and not have your guards drop down to rebound. Right. Like there are things that you can do to not, erase his weaknesses but 
it, mitigate, like, m- mitigate to, to mitigate that. I, I just feel like the narrative got really strong against him. And you had a team in the Clippers that was kind of motivated to find a scapegoat for a really mm-hmm. crappy way for a season to end. Yeah. And like, yes, like the, the weaknesses to his game are, are real. They're also like, I, I felt like it got taken too far and absolutely we didn't look at like the things that he's good at. Like he's really well at some things, man. Where I think it really got carried away was the notion that because of his struggles with the Clippers, that those same struggles were going to be extended no matter what circumstance, no matter what (laughs) situation he was going to be playing in next. Like that's where, that's where I'm with you completely. Right. That, and the Lakers as a roster, especially, (laughs) I, I don't mean to sound like I'm standing here, but especially now that, you have somebody in Damian Jones to, to offer up that size and athleticism in the front court. Like the Lakers are so deep that they can mitigate for uh, Montrez Harrell's shortcomings in ways that the Clippers couldn't, you know? And, and, and also by the way, like I, the fact that Jones is somebody who just is, he's not going to play as much as Harrell. He's not going to play as big a role as Harrell. And there was always with the Clippers, this weird dynamic between Harrell and Zubats where it was one or the other. And, and they were competing for all these minutes that doesn't really exist on this team. So the Lakers are very capable of highlighting Harrell's strengths and also helping against some of his weaknesses and that's and that's where that's where it's the most exciting that they can have somebody that talented and also turn him into that impactful. A hundred percent. And I think to your point that you've been making for a while now is that Jones or a guy like Jones mm-hmm. really does add a dynamic to this team that we don't have otherwise. And you've seen LeBron. It's been interesting seeing him with the starting lineup because it kind of mm-hmm. I, I haven't really liked the Keith Mark combos because yeah. neither guy is an athlete, but Damian Jones is an amazing athlete, right? And, <laughs> Very and, much an athlete. Right. And so that that kind of covers for Keith in some ways. And Keith is a savvy vet who's really played a lot better over the last five, six games or so. And he can kind of pick up some of the rotations. And it, they're, they're a nice fit, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they complement each other. I don't think it's a coincidence that Keith has been playing better over the last five, five games or so while Jones has been in the starting lineup. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I, I do agree that having that option at the five spot is is been particularly helpful. So it do we have two open roster spots going forward, mm-hmm. be it Jones or somebody else? I do think that one of those spots to a, a bouncy big guy, I, I, I was less I was like, now nah, you got to be able to defend the perimeter like I'm I'm less. Uh, firm in that stance than I was before. I I am seeing more of that, just having that vertical threat outside of Anthony Davis. He makes, I mean, you ironically put it better than I did, even while you were skeptical about it, (laughs) even while you were skeptical about Jones or a player like Jones's fit, the Lakers have a ton of creators they needed a finisher. They needed sure. a finisher. In, and in that, that type of finisher. Right. Yeah, that there's there's of different a, types of finishers and that's yeah. one. Yeah. 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 And, and I, and they, they, they didn't have that, especially with the way that Davis had been playing to the, to before he even got hurt. And now having that on that raw on the roster again, like if it was JaVale, if it was Dwight, just somebody who can clean up that stuff. And, and by the way, I think, I think Jones might be a better athlete than both of those guys. <laughs> At this age. Yeah. 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 Like he just, he, Pete, I'm I'm legitimately curious because you know you 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 have a more encyclopedic 
memory than I do on this stuff, but I can't recall a big getting off the floor as quickly as Jones does. He's yeah. He, he and some of them, he's kind of like as a throwing Laker, it like down. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, gosh, who did. Um, some people were white. Pointing, we're saying like early Eldon Campbell, but I, I Oh, that's a good one. Eldon yeah. Campbell and Antonio Harvey. Those are the two guys yeah. that uh, in Lakers history, Eldon had serious bounce yeah. when he was, yeah, he drove me. God, Eldon Campbell, bro, in the freaking <laughs> Twitter era. Yeah. I'm trying to think who is the most crazy making Laker during the, the last few years. Like, like people who drives people the most insane. Yeah. Maybe D'Angelo. Yeah. Russell was up there. Clark's in there for a little while. Um, Nick Young. Uh-huh. Yeah, and but like Nick Young, like he, he was, was just Nick Young like, when he came here. You, knew, you know, what he, like, knew, what he, knew what you were getting into. Yeah, I think. Oh, man, Bynum was early. I think Bynum would have been like that. Sure, but, but he was such. He was so young too. Yeah, yeah. But but no, bro. Eldon would drive people crazy. <laughs> Laker fans, because he was so talented. He was so athletic, and he would make these incredible plays, and then he would just disappear for a quarter and a half and oh. yeah eldon campbell my goodness and then he came back and beat the lakers as a part of that Detroit uh-huh. team. that's right of course all right let's take a quick second here i do we we didn't spend we spent it, we kind of segued naturally to to damian jones because like that's the you know i, I get to steer the steer the show but i do want to continue to to give praise to montrose harrell we have to uh give our shouts out to Taylor horton tucker that in a game that featured uh Anthony Edwards and in a game that featured a former number one, number one overall pick in Carl Anthony Towns, Taylor Horton Tucker made just as many like kind of eye and head turning plays as, as any of those guys. So we got to talk about that. And, uh, and, uh, and when we come back, we'll, we'll see if we can jump into some of those questions as well. If we have some time uh, that, that uh, went unanswered in Monday show, all of that here in a bit. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Locker Room, the app that I frankly cannot possibly be more excited to, to, to get underway with uh, what I need you guys to do is head on over to your app store and download the rock locker room app it's two words it's a free audio only social media platform for sports fans it's live audio only sports talk it's free to download you can talk to me other fans athletes and insiders in real time you're seeing some legitimately huge voices make their way over to this app and it's because it's such cool technology it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns reacting to breaking news and you can share your own experiences on that app so all you need to do is download the down uh, the the locker room app in the free ios ios app store create a profile link your twitter and join your favorite leagues group and you can follow me there at anthony Irwin la just like my twitter Uh, And you'll be notified as soon as I create a new room and I can go live with you guys to to have a conversation about whatever is going on with the Lakers. 
and we'll be going live on Locker Room at some point this week. I'm still trying to work out the schedule on this, but I know what's going to happen uh, over the course of this week. Probably Friday night is my guess. So again, that's the Locker Room app. On your at you can find it at your app store. Follow me at Anthony Irwin LA, just like Twitter, and I'll be going live on there probably on Friday. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a uni- unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Bluetooth tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Bluetooth is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Uh, They are made here in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And also, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Just pay five bucks shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. This is where I love plus minus as like a concept. The 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 plus minus leader in this one is Wesley Matthews, the plus twenty. What's so for all of his uh adventures on offense, he's been great on defense. Yeah, like he's been he's had a great month or so on the defensive end. He's just been so rough with his shooting that that obscures it a bit. But he was part of the reason why this game got back on track from the absurdity that it was in the first half. Right. Uh, so yeah, even even Wes right has been defending his butt off. So that doesn't totally surprise me. I think they have figured out like how to use Wes. You know, like they they had him chasing people, which he's just not mm. at the stage mm-hmm. of his career where he can chase people anymore. And they have now allowed him like when he can defend aggressively where he's the aggressor and, and he's not mm-hmm. reacting, but he's forcing people to certain yep. spots on the floor. Yeah. He's a much better defender. And I think we're starting to see the Lakers find ways to put him in those spots. That's a really good observation. Anyway, we got to talk about Taylor Horton Tucker. That length of the court bounce pass that he made mm-hmm. to Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. You've been watching some LeBron. <laughs> oh my like, God. I was like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> like finding the angle to throw it, knowing where to bounce it, knowing that he had to throw a bounce pass in the, in the first place. Cause if he tries to throw an over the top pass, he's, he's probably overshooting Kuzma on that one. That was incredible. Like of all of, of just about any play he's made so far this year, that was the one that like got me to say like, Oh my God. Yeah. That, that was, was sweet. unreal. <laughs> he's starting to see things, right? He's starting yeah. to see the game a little bit better. It's really exciting. Where, where do you think he fits in a playoff rotation on this team where he is right now? 
So I'm not convinced that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know if he'll be. It depends on who we were playing. Of course, we're talking about a a, a basically a 21 year old, right? <laughs> right. And if we get um, if we're healthy, we've got a lot of perimeter guys that that have experience and that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. I for me, it's more as defense than anything else. That yeah. uh, you know, will I see him against the better teams getting picked on and targeted mm-hmm. in a way that I think will play him off of the court. So to answer your question, I don't think he does. But if there are series that are appropriate, I think teams that without a ton of rim protection, although Minnesota actually with between McDaniels and even Nas Reed and like they've got some guys on their mm-hmm. cat, of course, that can that can impact shots. Um, but I think by and large, if we can get out and run uh, and there's not a ton of rim protection from that other team those might be series where he can sneak in a bit but i'm not quite there yet however he is making better decisions on his driving kicks he's had some nice assist games the last couple of games yep. without a ton of turnovers what 17 points Four last night today and 16 yeah yeah so those are the types of things of that's him the game starting starting to slow down i believe we'll see it against some better teams though the reason i actually asked it that way because I, I had a feeling that that was going to be your answer, that we aren't sure that he actually fits into the playoff rotation. Mm-hmm. To which I say, I don't even care. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, I, well, I think part of that's how good the roster is, that, right? That like, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, just, we just talked in the first segment about how like this roster is deep enough to highlight Montrez's strengths and then make up for his weaknesses, right? That's right. And, mm-hmm. and if you're able to do that with a player as talented as Montrez Harrell, you're able to do that with the other eight or nine guys in the rotation. That's right. That applies to everybody. Yep. And and so like the reason I asked that the, the way that I did with Taylor Horton Tucker is that so I, I'd never thought that like Jared Dudley getting hurt was this serious. It's not a serious thing that like is actually going to seriously impact the Lakers. Um, but over the course of a season that is this kind of a slog, there is immense value in guys who might not help as much or, or at all in the postseason, but who their teammates really pull for them over the course of a season and you watch the way that all these guys across the, uh, across the actual playoff rotation are, are really invested in watching Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. Do you see when he makes a shot, they're clapping on the bench. They're really into it. Rotation, like all of these things. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a way to, it's one of these little kind of milestones that allows them to focus on something that isn't how shitty the season is, <laughs> you know, like sure. it's, just, it's just something that, that they can focus on and they can watch take place. And, and it can kind of be a distraction while the season is as exhausting as it has been. Yeah. And, I, and like with Jared Dudley, same kind of thing where he gets into the game when he makes a three pointer, it is just fun. It is just a celebration. And there are just, there, when, when you're going through a season the way that this season is and the way it's set up, and especially the second half of the season, given, the, given how difficult the second half of the season is going to be, there is a lot of value in having somebody like Taylor Horton Tucker just be a focus that is not, all right, how is that going to work against Brooklyn? How is that going to, how mm-hmm. is that, what, how is this going to work against the Clippers? No, yeah. it's, it's just like, how can we help this kid? Yeah, and seeing that, seeing the development, this was something that I loved about coaching high school ball, especially mm-hmm. getting a guy 
from freshman year throughout his his years is those little milestones where something clicks, like some situation yeah. that they failed in before they made some mistake in before. And then the, this time they read it perfectly. Like all that film work that you did, all of that practice time on the court, uh, trying to replicate that situation and, and make for a better outcome the next time, seeing it actually happen and seeing the kid actually apply it. It's like, yeah. it's this great feeling of gratification. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. he's in such a, what a way to develop your NBA career is to be surrounded <laughs> by all these OGs. Right. right. Yeah. And, and that even goes to like Bill Handy, Lionel Hollins. Yeah. All of that, man, what a way to develop. And so I think that you're absolutely right that everybody kind of takes small victories and that those things do break up the season. Yeah. I, the reason I actually thought of this is actually, it's funny that you went to where you did as a former coach. Have you watched any of this like latest season or the, the new season of last chance you? No, I haven't. I actually oh went God. to that. I went to that community college. East LAC. So East, East, yeah. ELAC. Yeah. So oh, uh, I, I do want, I do want to check it out. I've heard it's really good. Is it good? Oh, but I, I got the, I got the, I got the, the idea kind of watching. They have this guy, Joe Hampton who uh, at one point was like a, a highly regarded high school player who just didn't have the grades to be able to go to the right school and, and, and was all these things. And he really fell off and you can like, basically he's the, the heart of this season, him and uh, this point guard uh, who went to UTEP, whose name I'm forgetting right now, but like, it's those two guys who are like the central figures. The point guard gets it though. Like the point guard gets it for the most part. And he's basically just kind of dealing with the grief of his, of his mother that who, who, whom uh, he lost. Right. Hampton on Hampton, on the other hand is not there. Like he doesn't get it all the time. He's very frustrating. He's a very frustrating and failed human being that like is the kind of guy that you root for. And so you like watch over the course of the season, this guy start to get it. And like you said, start to click and and now it helps that this guy is just otherworldly talented. He was a he's a D one like full ride type player. He's insanely right. good. Um, and and so like as he gets it, the team is really pulling for him because he's going to help them win. But like even with that going on, like here with here with Taylor Horton Tucker, just watching things click for him is just this really cool thing that you get to watch over the course of a season. That by the way sucks man this season has been brutal and getting to watch something that you just get to enjoy and just get to watch grow and and there's something also so human about like caring about growth you know and and nurturing the the that actual growth is 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 so much fun to watch here and i think there's real value in that even if he's not going to do anything uh, you know come postseason his years are, are still to come in that regard but there's value in, in what he's doing for the team just by growing is, is has been really fun to, to watch how invested all the, all the Lakers are given the circumstances. All right, let's take another quick second here. And when we come back, we are going to uh, wrap up this one and uh, look ahead potentially to what we've seen in a positive, you know, the, the positives that we've seen over the last uh, few games as the Lakers are now on a three well, after the All-Star game, uh, three-game uh, winning streak, what we've seen here while they're playing this this injury-shortened rotation, what we what we see potentially extending into as everybody starts to get back healthy eventually. 
It's Small Market Meets Big Market Wednesdays on the Locked On NBA Podcast. Join Jake Madison of the Locked On Pelicans Podcast and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Follow Locked On NBA Podcast today wherever you get podcasts. Quick reminder, I'm there. I'm on there on Fridays. Today's show is brought to you in part by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all their bars. Now, however, is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. So, today's matchup, you have peanut butter classic versus coconut coconut puff i'm going coconut puff i i gotta be honest coconut puff is the best flavor they've come out with that's that's my own personal view all the flavors are fantastic obviously but coconut puff is as good as it gets uh so check out builtbar.com and you can find all of the flavors that are competing against each other right now and check out at built underscore or bar underscore built on Twitter uh, to be able to keep track of all the matchups and, and find out new deals as well. Uh, and then use the promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your next order. That's locked on 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar in the world. Today's show is also brought to you in part by BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag, use that promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% deposit bonus. I'm I'm not one to brag, but if you've been following me on the last three Lakers bets, you're you're sitting, you know, a a little more comfortably than you were before. Now... We're going to go ahead and ignore the times that you probably should have been uh, fading me. But still, uh, today's bet of the day. I'm looking here across the league. And the one that sticks out to me is between the Brooklyn Nets and Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Nets are favored by four points. They're on the road, which means Bet Online has them seven points better than the Indiana Pacers. But I think they're better than seven points uh, better than Indiana. So uh, I would... I would... I would pretty comfortably say that Brooklyn is capable of winning by winning by, by more than four in this one. Uh, and, and whether you want to fade me or follow me, do so at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for that 50% deposit bonus. It's free money. And not only is it free money, it's free money that you could turn into more money. Uh, so hop on there again, betonline.ag is the place that you want to put uh, any of these sports wagers on just if you are going to do any uh, gambling, please do so responsibly. Quietly, like you said earlier, Markeith Morris kind of getting back and getting his feet under him. While the focus has been on P.J. Tucker, if Morris just plays the way that he did in yeah. last year's postseason, yep. <laughs> you don't need the P- rough approxim- rough approximation. Yep. Yeah, and 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 I'm just kind of curious, like as uh, has there been, like has there been anything in particular while the Lakers have been playing the way that they have since the All Star break that you are the most excited about watching translate or seeing how it translate to as guys get back healthy? I have liked. I don't usually 
talk a ton about scheme, especially with this roster Mm -hmm. and especially with the roster that's built around so much individual shot creation. We are less sophisticated in our sets by design. Yeah. However, Vogel has made a couple of adjustments with us going to more of our stagger screen series, more of our horn sets and more high pick and rolls, spread pick and rolls in particular with Trez that I think are translatable, right? That Mm -hmm. we were not doing nearly as much earlier in the season. And a lot of times, and they even spoke to this, although I, I, I can guess which sets and what things they were working on, but they said they used a lot of the first half of the season as practice, especially Mm -hmm. the first half of those games. And that seeing the adjustments that like putting Trez on the elbow, Trez had six assists in this game. Right. And, uh, and even like one off his career high, I think, I think it tied it. I think it tied his career high with the last one. And then um, instead of having him at the very top of the key, he's shifted over into the slot, which is the slot is in between the top of the key and the wing with the wing being imagine the free throw line went all the way to the sideline. That's the yeah. wing. Behind Every the time I see Montrez Harrell, I think Wes Welker. You know, just like identical. <laughs> yes, yes, slot guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so the the spacing adjustment, we've been doing this handoff for THT where it's essentially a triple screen where he gets a stagger. He starts in the left corner. We know he wants to use his right hand. He, mm-hmm. he starts in the left corner. He has two guys screen for him. And then Trez holds the ball on the opposite elbow. And THT curls the way all, all the way around that. So even though he's not a threat, to like pull up and shoot the three. You still got to navigate all those screens. Oh yeah. And he's he's going to get the ball. He's going to be, have a chance to get downhill off of that. So I have, I had been a little, a little concerned that Vogel was being too rigid mm-hmm. with the scheme. Yes. I like stuff, the way you put that. Yeah. Right. That like, Oh, this worked last year, or this mm-hmm. is our system and whatnot. And I think coaches can get in trouble when you're too married to your system. Obviously mm-hmm. it's good to have your core set of beliefs and your things that, that you work on, that you believe in, but there has to be some um, flexibility, flexibility within that. Yeah. yeah. Based on personnel. And so the adjustments I've seen Vogel make over the, since the all-star break is really encouraging in a maximizing the personnel that we have type of way really for the first time this season. Yeah. I mean, one of the, the one of the last tweets that I sent from the first half of the season before the all-star break was that, you know, if, if, if Vogel was personally invested and I, I don't think he cares much about this either way, like he's going to take his championships while, when, when, when he can get his championships, but if Vogel was personally invested in uh, dispelling the narrative that anybody could coach a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that the first half of his season wouldn't go very far in dispelling the notion. Right. And again, I don't think he really cares about it, but since they've come back from the all-star break. And by the way, like Vogel getting basically a full week to just kind of go back and watch tape in ways that he hasn't really been able to, and, and really spend time thinking deeply about how to impact that tape and the way that it looks, it, it, that's, that's where Vogel really shines as a coach. And so what we've seen since they've come back from this all-star break is is some of the dispelling of that notion. Like this is a team that again, Minnesota, not, I think it's the worst record and they, they, they are the worst team in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the golden state warriors so bad that you have warriors fans concerned that uh, Steph Curry might ask for a trade at some point, you know, like th- these, these aren't 
world beaters that the Lakers are, are, are taking care of business against. But before the all-star break, it's not like they were beating anybody particularly comfortable and they were losing a lot of those games too, right? They, 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 it took overtimes plural to beat the Detroit Pistons or, or, or the Oklahoma city thunder. And, and so the fact that the Lakers come back from the all-star break and are more comfortably handling these games is to me a really nice development for my heart because I don't have to go through any more overtimes <laughs> over the course of this week. These games starting later, I don't want overtime to have to deal with as well. But like you're saying, I think I think uh, Vogel deserves his due even while and, and, and even while we see guys like Harrell and guys like Tucker and guys like Kuzma shine on the court, you you also got to try to figure out the context under which they're doing that. And I think Vogel is is, is playing his part. Absolutely. Like part of the reason why they're thriving is because of some of the adjustments that Vogel has made. Absolutely. Fun stuff, man. Lakers beat the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves again, 137 to 121. Uh, We weren't, we weren't able to get to some of those questions like you guys had asked, but we, Pete and I are going to be back tomorrow uh, to answer some of them. And I'll, I'll send another uh, bat signal out for, for those who have more questions given the, the, the new circumstances under which we had a lot of like kind of, nervous questions that is is what i'll say uh-huh like, <laughs> given the you guys time. sure are we sure yeah. we're okay yeah like i know we're probably fine but just in case yeah. you know we had a lot of that tone to them <laughs> sure. uh, so, so we'll see if the tone in some of these questions changes uh when i send out the the back signal again until then have a great rest of your day make somebody else's i'll talk to you tomorrow.